Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Mid to late morning, otherwise just a sprinkle or two for the early afternoon. Skies will clear gradually throughout the day with highs just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Breaking up to 46 degrees now in our nation's capital at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, February 2nd. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 4 a.m. hour for you Friday on WTOP. Police are investigating after an officer shot and killed a man locally in Prince George's County. Fans are reacting. Yeah, this is the worst decision ever. Did the commanders pick for a new head coach? I'm Mike Marilla. At least three have died in a spreading inferno in Kenya. It started apparently when a truck... And a gas truck actually exploded, and the small plane here in the States crashed into a mobile home in Florida. Officials say there are casualties this morning. Called racial slurs at their home, their landlord did nothing. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. We're following a developing story out of East Africa. It's horrific. At least three people have been killed, more than 270 hospitalized in a gas explosion that set off a massive fire in the Kenyan capital. The BBC's Anne Soy is in Nairobi. Smoke is still billowing from some of the structures here that uh, many of them have been completely destroyed. I can see charred iron sheets. As I was coming in, I met one woman, a 30-year-old, who's just being escorted by paramedics. She's received fast aid. I think she was so much in shock and she's just been rescued now. So the rescue operation is going on. A small plane has fallen from the sky demolishing a home in a mobile home park in Clearwater, Florida. Several people are dead. Fire Chief Scott Ellers. The uh, aircraft was found in the uh, one structure, predominantly right in that one structure. We may get to see later today what's in the border security bill that's been dividing Republicans. More from CBS News immigration reporter Camilo Montoya. A lot of the divisions that we're now seeing in the Republican Party seem to be stemming from the fact that former President Donald Trump has said that they should not vote for this compromise with Democrats. Again, the published text has not come out yet, so this could change later on, but this could basically be a victim of the very heated political moment that we're, we're in on immigration. Parts of California have gotten as much rain in a day as they usually get in a month. CBS's Carter Evans is in Long Beach. We got so much rain today. You know, some areas got three uh, up to five inches of rain. The ground is saturated right now. And then we're going to have a little bit of break, but not enough time for, for the ground to dry out to the degree that it needs to. And then we are going to get a much bigger storm on Sunday. So the concern is landslides landslides and debris flows, and they're trying to identify those danger areas right now. A teenager is being charged as an adult for a swatting incident, and CBS's Jeff Pegues says police believe he's behind many other false reports. Investigators say the 17-year-old California resident has been calling in numerous disturbing and fake threats. Last May, he allegedly threatened a mosque in Seminole County, Florida, adding gunfire in the background. Lava 
President Biden has signed an executive order that targets four Israeli settlers in the West Bank. They've been accused of attacking Palestinians and Israeli peace activists in the occupied territory. The order imposes financial sanctions and visa bans. It says the four settlers were involved in acts of violence as well as threats and attempts to destroy or seize Palestinian property. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. Good Friday morning. It's February 2nd, 2024. Welcome in. Early showers are possible as we head towards daybreak. Gradual clearing through the day. Breezy. High upper 40, says Veronica. Waking up to 46 degrees, having gone up a couple in our nation's capital this 4 a.m. hour. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning to start your day. I'm Dean Lane. As we begin the ride this morning, locally, a Prince George's County officer shot and killed a man in Suitland last evening, Thursday night. Police say this morning officers were called at the time to an apartment complex located on Suitland Road around 5.30 p.m., Last evening, for the report of someone at the time breaking and entering. When the officers arrived on scene, they said they entered the apartment and got into a verbal exchange with the man. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says this morning at some point the officer shot the suspect. That adult male sustained fatal injuries and the officer uh, rendered aid but was unable uh, to uh, revive that suspect uh, who he had encountered. A gun was recovered at the location. The officer was not injured during the encounter. The Maryland Attorney General's Independent Investigations Division, we hear, is now investigating this situation. Stay tuned. Some big news now from Ashburn this Friday morning. The Washington Commanders, in case you haven't heard, have found their brand-new head coach. And he has ties to one of Washington's most bitter rivals. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will now be the next man in charge of the Commanders. WTOP Commanders beat reporter George Wallace explains Friday morning what Quinn needs to do. He thinks right now, right out of the gate. First thing you have to do is hire an offensive coordinator. You have to put together your staff. More importantly, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, because we've been saying all day the team has the number two overall pick. And I would, you know, 95% say they're going to go with a quarterback. I want to say for certain, but it's one of those positions that you need to have locked up and be very strong with because especially since he is a defensive oriented coach. But again, he's a head coach. He's not running the offense, not running the defense. He is a leader of this football team and who you hire on your staff is now very, very important. On this Friday morning, now we turn to the pros and cons. Commanders fans feel about this decision this week. Yeah, this is the worst decision ever. Here at Tommy Joe's, Johnny Wilson says he's done his research. No head coach has ever had more second-half losses than this guy that we're picking from Dallas. And when it comes to the team, we need we need new, young, we got to stop hiring awful people who just have no idea about football. <laughs> Carson Schneider says this feels eerily familiar. I assume that it's going to be the same as always where everybody in town is going to get disappointed just the same. It's probably going to be another rough three or four years until they make some dumb change again. Another new coach. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. In other news, a bill that would allow Fairfax County locally to host a casino is apparently being shelved at least until... Next year, Fairfax Now reporting this week that a Virginia Senate subcommittee voted Thursday to stop the bill from moving forward so that a more in-depth analysis can be done on this case. The bill was introduced by State Senator David Marsden, who says Virginia is losing tax revenue right now to people traveling to other locations to do their gambling. 
While some lawmakers supported the bill, several civic groups and homeowner associations in the Tysons area have expressed opposition. This vote keeps the bill alive now until 2025. Stay tuned. Management at a D.C. apartment building did nothing, apparently, when two black women reported they were harassed by a white man who lived in that very same building. That is according to a new lawsuit filed by the D.C. Attorney General's office. It happened at Waterside Towers in southwest D.C. Alicia Lenden says the D.C. Attorney General is suing UDR, which manages the building. UDR took no action to protect these women from the persistent harassment that was happening in the building. In one instance, the lawsuit says the man made a gun with his hand and pointed it at one of the women. He almost hit the other woman when she was in a crosswalk and then yelled racial slurs and spit in her face in July of 2020. The worst words and the worst epithets that you can think of were hurled at both of these women. The women reported the behavior to the company, but the lawsuit says that nothing changed. Last year, the man was convicted of a hate crime. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 407, an update on traffic and weather coming right up. Good morning, good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The Americans with Disabilities Act, also known as the ADA, protects people from being discriminated against because of a disability, both visible and non-visible disabilities. Someone who is blind or uses a wheelchair or someone who has cancer or depression are just a few examples. To learn more about the ADA and to receive free technical assistance, contact the Mid-Atlantic ADA Center at 1-800-949-4232 or visit us online at adainfo.org. Coming right up this Friday morning, February 2nd for you here on WTLP. After traffic and weather and your money news, we'll bring you the latest updating you on the crisis in the Middle East this morning. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 408 on WTLP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Ken Burgers in the WTLP Traffic Center. Morning, Ken. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Got a major accident working eastbound 66. This is right before the exit for Nutley Street heading to Vienna Parking. This is about two and a half or so miles before the Beltway. Now, this accident blocks the right center lane, right lane, and the right shoulder. They are all closed with police fire rescue units on the scene. You can get by single file on that far left lane. Light enough IMA traffic so there's not any major delay. But again, this accident on the eastbound side right before Nutley Street. They also, uh, police on the scene out there also reported another crash, possibly on eastbound 66 at or near 123. But it's very possible what they're seeing out there is that broken down tractor trailer, which still sits on the ramp from eastbound 66 to 123. You can get by on that ramp, but it does narrow with the responding units because of that broken down tractor trailer. Uh, on uh, the east inside the beltway, still have the left lane closed on westbound 66 approaching Spout Run Parkway, then eastbound 66 between the Dulles Toll Road and U.S. 29 and Falls Church. So have maintenance operations with the right center lane, right lane, and right shoulder, all alternating closures, but the maintenance activity at the Roosevelt Bridge that was affecting lanes on both sides has cleared. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A few stray showers expected early this morning, but as we make our way through the mid and late morning for your Friday, our rain chances will start dropping off, maybe a sprinkle by early afternoon. We're well above freezing, 36 to 42 degrees for your Friday morning plans. 
plans for the afternoon, 45 to 49 degrees. And for your Friday evening plans out, our temperatures will be in the lower 40s, but it is going to be dry. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Ready a little bit of a warm-up in the last few minutes. We're up to 46 degrees you're waking up to at our nation's capital, brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Friday morning at 410, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff Claybo. Walmart will open or remodel 150 stores. Walmart hasn't opened a new store in three years. Volvo will stop funding EV startup Polestar. Polestar sales last quarter were down 39% from a year ago. Delta Airlines branded Amex cards cost more. The SkyMiles Reserve is a $650 annual fee now. The Platinum version is now $350. The Dow rallied 370 points Thursday. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained one and a quarter percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks ended mixed overseas. The Hang Seng was down 33 points. The Shanghai was off 41 the Nikkei, though, gained 146 points. The Kospi was up 73. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 411. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. When you're thinking of remodeling, one tip would be the first plan might never be the best plan. And so I think sometimes we approach things where we draw something, we say, okay, here's a perspective plan. But if you haven't looked at different perspectives or different thoughts or had different inputs, you really wouldn't know if that's maybe the best way or not. So What I'm a big fan of saying is like when you enter into a design with a firm, making sure that you're getting more than one perspective or one view of what could be. Join Sun Design at their virtual remodeling and design seminar event on February 22nd. Learn important tips when hiring your remodeler. Register at sundesigninc.com. That's sundesigninc.com. Good Friday morning, February 2nd. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, you're waking up to some early spotty showers that are possible as we head towards daybreak with some gradual clearing throughout the day today, according to Veronica Breezy. Highs in the upper 40s. You're waking up to 46 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. 413 on WTOP. WTOP News. This morning, we're following the latest, of course, of the crisis in the Middle East, bringing you up to date here at WTOP Friday morning. President Joe Biden has this week signed an executive order that lets the U.S. impose new sanctions on Israeli settlers and potentially Israeli politicians and government leaders involved in violent attacks against Palestinians. In some cases, the attacks have been deadly. This morning, Axios World Editor... Lauren Whitney Gottbrath explains the meaning and timing of this decision by the White House. In terms of this particular executive order, we know that it was weeks in the making. This issue of settler violence against Palestinians in the occupied West Bank has been something that Biden has continued to bring up with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu during phone calls. And it did reach sort of unprecedented levels, particularly at the end of last year. And that being said, this is sort of an unprecedented order uh, in the fact that this is one of the strongest measures that a U.S. administration has taken, particularly 
particularly on this issue and, and against Israelis surrounding violence against Palestinians. So in that sense, it can go without saying that it came on the day that President Biden traveled to Michigan, where we know there's the country's largest Arab American and Muslim populations, who are many of whom are extremely outraged at the president's policy on the war. So while that might indeed be a coincidence, um, you know, it is worth noting that uh, this order did come uh, on the day that he made that visit. A very uh, astute observation on your part, as always. What does this do to the Biden-Netanyahu relationship or the U.S.-Israeli relationship? I continue to uh, struggle to fully understand the push and pull and whether they're allies or enemies. I, I guess it depends on the day and how uh, how tense these uh, these arguments get. Yeah, and, and you know, something that we know, my colleague Brock Ravid has been told by multiple U.S. officials that there is increasing frustration on the part of not just the administration, but President Biden in particular over the continued effort of Israel's war, particularly as the civilian death toll continues to go up in Gaza. You know, I, I think the administration is quite angry that some of the things that they are pushing Israel is rejecting. Um, so that frustration continues to build. And, I, you know, I do think this executive order is also a sign of that. Another related topic here, satellite photos are showing new demolition along a half-mile-deep path on the Gaza Strip's border with Israel. The destruction is coming as Israel has said it wants to set up a buffer zone there, further tearing away at land claimed by the Palestinians. And, of course, this again is being done over international objections. Uh, can we add the buffer zone to this list of disagreements between the U.S. and Israel and, and perhaps uh, more immediately here? What does the buffer zone represent or what, what could it lead to? In terms of the administration being against this buffer zone, that's exactly right. They've been against it since sort of planned began to emerge in, in media that this was being planned by the Israeli military. And again, yesterday, the State Department reiterated that they are against this buffer zone. In terms of what it means, it means a number of things. For Palestinians, it means more loss of land in southern Gaza. This land that they're planning, or it appears that they're planning to use as a buffer zone, is farmland that's very important to the Gaza economy once this war would be over. To the north, it, residential homes that are being demolished, many of them already partially destroyed from the war itself. So that it will have an extreme effect on uh, Palestinians even long after this war is over. In terms of what the Israelis are saying, as they say it's necessary, it may be temporary, although, you know, they've said these things before and, and they've largely been permanent, but uh, they say it's necessary to prevent another attack like October 7th on uh, Israeli communities that are along the Israel-Gaza border. That's Axios World Editor Lauren Whitney Gottbreath on WTOP speaking with our Dimitri Sovet. Quick look at the top stories early Friday morning. We're following for you on WTLP. The Washington Commanders land Dan Quinn as their brand new head coach. He comes here from the Dallas Cowboys, where he was the defensive coordinator. An investigation underway locally in Prince George's County after an officer shot a man following a call for a burglary. And the U.S. is preparing what the Pentagon calls a multi-tiered response to the deadly drone strike that took place on U.S. military base in Jordan last weekend. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5. FM and WTOP.com. My name is Chris, and I'm from Fairfax. Hunger can impact anyone. I've had some life challenges. I was struggling. I know what it's like to go hungry. And food assistance helped me move forward. I'm working full-time, and my life is a whole lot better. 
Hunger is here, and we need to address this because everyone matters. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. It's Friday morning, February 2nd, and coming right up after traffic and weather this morning on WTLP. Patients and oncologists have a new tool to try to stay ahead of cancer. I'm Neil Augenstein. You're also with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dean. As often happens as we approach sunrise around the district, we got a couple of new accidents to report. The first one is eastbound 66 right before exit exit 62 for Nutley Street heading into Vienna. This is about two and a half miles before the Beltway. This accident blocks the right center lane, right lane, and the right shoulder. Please fire rescue units on the scene. Lots of flashing lights. And uh, you getting by. Traffic is getting by in the far left lane. And a slowing down is traffic on the approach to Nutley Street, but uh, not enough heavy volume to cause any major delay. You can't get by in that far left lane. And then the Prince George's County Police have just called on a crash. And this is uh, on eastbound US 50 at Columbia Park Road on the eastbound side. So watch out for the accident activity. Also in Loudoun County, we have utility work shutting down both directions of Market Street between Sokolan Road and uh, Business 15 King Street. Uh, the closure between Church Street and King Street. And they say that'll be shut down until about 7 o'clock this morning. The accident in Woodbridge on the eastbound side of the Prince William Parkway between Old Bridge Road and Elm Farm Road has cleared and nothing going on up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia. All the work zones have cleared. There are no accidents between Springfield and Fredericksburg. It's a blizzard of savings at Marlowe Furniture taken up to an extra 25% off dining rooms and up to an extra 20% off sectionals and living rooms Friday through Sunday at Marlowe Furniture. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up on WTOP this half hour. High school students have a chance to hear from veterinarians on the realities of the career. I'm Kate Ryan. TGIF. And it's not going to be a bad Friday at all. We've got a few stray showers out there right now, and there is the possibility of a little bit of rain, but mainly these early, early morning hours on your Friday. Rain chances will be dropping off by mid and late Friday morning with maybe a sprinkle for the early afternoon. Temperatures 36 to 42 degrees this morning. Later today, just under 50 degrees. Late day sunshine, maybe by the time the sun sets, we'll have a little slither of sun coming our way. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're waking up to the low to mid-40s in most of the region this early morning. We're at 42 degrees in Manassas, 45 Metro Center, 44 Frederick, Maryland, up to 46 and holding in our nation's capital. And still ahead this morning. Even residents who want the old Chevrolet Hospital redeveloped say they have one problem with it. I'm John Doman. It's 421. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. 
It's Friday at 422. Welcome into WTOP on this February 2nd. Thanks for starting your morning with us. This is WTOP News. On the medical page Friday morning here on WTOP, most of the recent improvements in treating cancer have come after successful clinical trials. This Friday morning, one cancer expert says researchers have also learned when something doesn't work as hoped. One recent trial was of early-stage colon cancer patients who'd already had surgery. They were felt to be low-risk and they didn't need chemo. Julie Graylow's the chief medical officer with the American Society of Clinical Oncology. She says they got a liquid biopsy. As a tumor grows, pieces can break off and circulate in the bloodstream and spread to other parts of the body. That's called circulating tumor DNA or CT DNA. If they started seeing circulating tumor DNA, then they would start chemo. But she says the trial was stopped early because chemo that was started at that point didn't help. She says better treatments are needed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. How much is that Treating patients who may want to stab, claw, or bite you is just one of the challenges that come with veterinary medicine. Next month, high school students locally can attend an online workshop and hear directly from vets in the field about some of the rewards, too. Dr. Sarah Sirica, a veterinarian at D.C.'s City Wildlife, remembers her first encounter with squeamishness. There can be a little bit of a shock factor or, you know, like, oh, I didn't know bodies could do that. Now, as a vet who's treated everything from pets to possible and eagles, she'll be sharing her experiences with high school students at a virtual workshop next month. Debbie Duell, Education Director at the Humane Rescue Alliance, explains the students will get lots of practical information. You know, what courses to take? Do you have to have physics? Um, when do you take chemistry? And what does the future of the field look like? Students can register for the online webinar, which will be held March 9th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And we're hearing this week from residents locally concerned about the plans of developers of the old Prince George's Hospital Center. The new development is supposed to bring lots of new housing, but also new retail and restaurants that doesn't exist and which residents crave. Caroline Kenny with Urban Atlantic says plans to connect the property with two streets that currently dead end in Chevrolet are needed to make that happen. In order to say to a retailer, hey, you're going to benefit from those 3,600 households, we have got to have connections directly into the into the towns. Her group wants to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to do that. Several residents pushed back at another meeting this week. There's no um, value to it. It seems um, to me the benefit is all for the new development. Though they do want pedestrian and cyclist access, another survey of Chevrolet residents is underway to get more feedback. John Dome in WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time 425 and Mr. Rob Woodfork this Friday morning. The commanders reportedly filling the NFL's last head coaching vacancy with Dan Quinn. So now it's just a matter of his staff. The now former Cowboys defensive coordinator and ex-Falcons head coach is reportedly bringing highly regarded assistant Joe Witt Jr. to be his defensive coordinator. He was with him in Dallas in Atlanta. And ESPN is reporting UCLA coach Chip Kelly is a potential candidate for offensive coordinator, a move that would further inflame fans who feel like Quinn's ire is basically Ron Rivera 2.0, but in the D.C. Sports Huddle, Dave Preston points out, Quinn had three years as a defensive coordinator after he was relieved of his duties in Atlanta, whereas Rivera was still on the treadmill and didn't even have 